welcome to History Hour, celebrating the rich history of Long Island. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Merry Christmas to you all. I hope everybody had a really great Christmas. And we're going to start you right out with a great Christmas song from the Nassau Coliseum. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your hearts be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. So have yourself a merry little Christmas night. is the great Billy Joel playing a show in 1977 at the Nassau Coliseum, December 11, 1977, to be precise. So anyway, it's funny we should talk about Billy Joel and play him first, because one of the things we're going to feature on our show tonight is a great event for you all to go to, and that is the new event at the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame in Stony Brook Village, and that is... My Life, 50 Years of Billy Joel, the big giant new exhibit that fills up the museum now. It's a great, great exhibit on the life of Billy Joel, a really good retrospective, one that has never been done before about Billy and his life. It's a really, really great show. Now, one of the amazing things about the show and what makes it um, really, really amazing is that the graphics and the um, stuff in the show are, are uh, really good. And so anyway, we have a secret weapon at that museum. I, of course, work up there and do some work for them. So the secret weapon that we have is our set designer, our designer who designs. He's done it twice now for our museum, major designs. Um, and that guy is the world-class set designer, Kevin O'Callaghan. So he's a board member. He's been with the uh, Long Island Music Hall of Fame ever since it started, actually. And he's um, a world-class guy who has made some amazing, amazing exhibits over his life, an artist, a teacher. He's many, many things. So anyway, let's not waste any time tonight. Let's bring him right on. Hey, Kevin, Merry Christmas. How you doing tonight? How are you, Dale? Ah, good. I'm very good. How about you? Well, I'm still getting over that wonderful intro. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm doing well. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. Hope everybody's well. And I'm thrilled to be talking to you tonight. Yeah, thrilled to have you on. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not even uh, covering it to say that you're our secret weapon because that museum is so beautiful. <laughs> and we all know it's because of your work. And we love it. Well, listen, thank you so much, but, uh, I mean, 
the, the truth is that that museum is the effort of a wonderful group of people that started the ball rolling 14 years ago. Um, and um, a fellow named Norm and, and, and uh, a fellow named Tom and, and it goes on and on and on, uh, Jim Faith. And, uh, you know, they started this concept of there should be a, uh, a, a museum devoted to the uh, wonderful talent that are on Long Island. And, and Lord only knows there's, there's so many of them. So they started the ball rolling, and um, it was uh, a, a digital museum, a digital hall of fame for many, many years. We did not have a home. We did not have what we call brick and mortar. And then only a little over a year ago, um, this building, uh, the Stony Brook Village approached us with this building, this wonderful building. And uh, we took we took a swing at it with very little money to begin with and um, only three months to pull together the first exhibition. And uh, it's been a, a dream come true for everybody in, involved. And uh, I'm so happy I've been involved with it. I have to tell you how I got involved with it, though, if I may. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I I had known nothing about the the organization, and I had a um, my dear friend growing up. One of my best friends growing up was the, the great Dee Snyder from the band Twisted Sister, oh. who um, was one of the uh, original people inducted into the hall. And he called me and he said, look, I know you love music. I know you love the history of music. I know you love Long Island. We, we, both both D and I were raised in Baldwin. Um, he goes, he said to me that these are, uh, this is a great group and they could use some uh, creative guidance. And my initial reaction was, gee, I don't know if I have the time. You know, I'm really so busy and with, with everything else going on. But it was one of the best things that ever happened because when I met all all the people on on this board, the the passion and love was there, and I got hooked, and and here I am. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would happen. I know that once I got involved with the the hall and started meeting all the people there, and especially the board members and all you guys, it's just like a really family atmosphere here. Everybody is so great over there, and they have that passion for the music and entertainment of Long Island. Yeah, they 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 really do. It's a wonderful place, and if you come visit, chances are there'll there'll be uh, some of the board members there. We'd love to walk around and, and, and talk to everyone yourself. We're, we're blessed to have you there. And, um, you know, just is a, a great, such a great experience. It's two floors of, uh, of uh, exhibitions on the first floor. The Hall of Fame is on the second floor. We have a uh, theater where you can sit and you can watch some really great um, film clips put together by... Uh, by our uh, our general manager there and another fellow on the board, Barry uh, Barry Fish, and um, you know he he does a great job with these rare rare clips. And this time around, all the rare clips are Billy Joel clips, things you've never seen before. 
Yeah, exactly. It's an amazing exhibit to go to. Um, it's got so much great stuff. I mean, the four full Billy Joel concerts that are constantly playing in the theater and the exhibits. Um, just really amazing. Um, uh, what was it like uh, setting up that exhibit? Well, you know, we, we, we set up the first exhibit, um, which was the uh, an exhibit that was devoted to the iconic music clubs of Long Island, uh, where, where the concept there was that so many of our inductees started in these clubs, so it was a no-brainer to do that first. But in the back of our mind, there was always this idea of doing a, a major Billy Joel uh, retrospective. But we also knew that Billy Joel um, was very kind of a very humble guy. He uh, he doesn't like to toot his own horn, as we say. And uh, we knew it would be an uphill battle to get him to say okay to doing this. So we uh, we met with Billy for the first time. Our um, the, the head of the Long Island Music Hall of Fame, uh, a fellow named Ernie Canadeo who has a, a, a real wonderful ability to kind of, like, make things like this happen. And he uh, he got his foot in the door for us to meet with Billy uh, February 14th, last Valentine's Day. And um, we went backstage at the residency at the Garden. And uh, with just this idea, I did, I did some preliminary uh, drawings. And... Um, we we showed them to him, and he uh, was he looked at it and and the concept we were going with initially, and still is, when you come to see the show is not only Billy Joel but the the the, the people that he was inspired by, and who and who he inspired. So it's not only Billy Joel. There's a little bit of Beethoven. There's a little bit of <laughs> There's hey, a little bit of Otis Redding. Hey, hey, Kevin, hang on just a second. We're coming up on the break, so hang on, and we'll come back, and we'll finish talking about that. Okay. Okay, okay you're listening to History Island on 103.9 LI News Radio. Come on back and hear some more about what Kevin has to say about this amazing exhibit. Hi, my name is Mike Cueva. And I'm Lisa Steffens, and we work at BLD's Restaurant on Hawkins Avenue in Ronkonkoma. And we would love for everybody to come on down and visit us and check out our food items and our friendly atmosphere. We decorate all the time year-round. And like I said, we are family-owned. I'm there 20 years. Mike next to me is there about 15. And we would love everybody to come in and join us. Yeah, you have to try our pancakes, our waffles, our French toast, even our Ribs are good. Burgers are great as well. And don't forget, our police officers, our veterans, our fire department, we give discounts for veterans, police officers, seven days a week. So come on down and visit us. Our business hours are 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. And we're known for your home away from home. Well, everybody, welcome back to History Island, 103.9 FM, LI News Radio. So anyway, we've been talking to Kevin O'Callaghan. And uh, yeah, sorry for the interruption, Kevin. We got to pay the bills, though. But um, so anyway, we we talking about the museum and the exhibit. And um, 
Oh, we had a little technical problem with Kevin. Hang on. Let's get him back on the line there. And anyway, as we're talking about that, um, Kevin is an amazing design educator. He does a lot of work all over the New York area on Long Island. And um, anyway, let's see if we can get him back. Hey, Kevin, you there? Yeah, so sorry. We got cut off for a moment there. I'm back. Oh, those things happen. So anyway, like I said, we were talking about the museum. Sorry I had to interrupt you in the middle of that amazing subject. I mean, it's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. I've, uh, once again, Billy Joel was very, uh, after seeing the drawings he, and hearing that Beethoven and Ray Charles would be involved in the exhibition, he looked at me and he said, so we're going to have a party with all my friends. <laughs> I said, It'll be a party with all your friends. And then he he, he looked at me and he, and he said, what's our next steps? And I told him what the next steps would be, and we met with him again a few months later with a beautiful uh, scale model to show him. And um, I said to him, at that point, I said, please let us do this. Uh, I think uh, the people from Long Island really want this and would really love it. And and he literally put his thumbs up. He said, let's let's do it. What can I do to help? And he... um, it was amazing. Uh, both myself and uh, and 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 the head of Limhoff, uh, Ernie Kennedyo, we 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 um, went to go see his storage facility in Long Island City. He told um, the people that worked for him uh, whatever we needed, and it was it was an amazing thing to go through his his private storage. And see, you know, this like, uh, you know, decades and decades of uh, accolades and beautiful instruments and pianos and and it all just went from there. Yeah, wow. I well, now one of the items I really love in the exhibit is that amazing piano, the grand piano. And from what I understand, that comes from the Elton John Billy Joel face to face concerts, right? Yeah, that that that's absolutely correct. It's a nine foot piano. Um, we have it on a beautiful stainless steel turntable that turns slowly with with uh, a two stories tall curved wall behind it, which is actually showing um, the concert that he you know that he's actually using the piano in the face to face concert, and also. Um, last play at Shea and some of his other live concert performances. Um, when when Billy came to see the show, um, we gave him a private tour, and he looked at the piano, and he said, wow, because it looks beautiful on that turntable. And he was re- really impressed with the whole thing. He just kept looking at me saying, you know, kind of kidding around, where did you get all this stuff from? And I said, you. he was like and then he said at the end of the story you know he got he he complimented us he said you did it's unbelievable he said i've never seen my life in one room and then he looked at us and he said boy i really had a life didn't i i said you certainly did you certainly did 
Yeah, and I think I, I was thinking that that was probably the first time in Billy's life that anyone has done a retrospective this comprehensive on him. So it seemed to really move him emotionally. I don't think he ever thinks about that part of his career. No, he he, he was really amazed by it. He, he, you could see that he didn't expect it to be to the extent that it was what we did. I mean, we have interactive areas where people can actually... We have a little record shop that's a record shop that possibly he could have wandered into when he was a teenager. And on display are the records that that he gave us as a list that inspired him. You know, uh, the Beatles, A Hard Day's Night, things like that. And we invite um, people to actually play them. We have two uh, photographs right there where you can take the record out and you can listen to what he was listening to. As a teenager, uh, there's several interactive things like that. There's photo opportunities where we blew up the album, the album cover, uh, eight foot by eight foot, and took Billy Joel, his photograph, off of the album so you could stand there as if you're Billy Joel on the album cover and, and, and have a great uh, you know, photo opportunity there. So, I mean... He was really blown away, but I have to tell you one quick story, if I can, Dale. Sure. Um, he, um, it begins with, uh, it begins, the show begins with a, a, a television playing Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show, which was the, the moment that he was quoted as saying changed his life. In other words, seeing that performance made him want to become a performer. And then you walk into... Um, Hicksville Levittown uh, part of the exhibition, which is where he grew up. And there's a picture of um, him sitting in a classroom. It's a class shot, you know. All the kids are sitting at desks with the teacher in the back, and he's really he's dead center in the middle, and you can't miss him. His face uh, really never really changed that much. You could always tell it's him, and he looked at it. And he pointed at a little girl in the corner of the picture, and he says, you know, that girl's Virginia. <laughs> Virginia, the famous Virginia, you know. Sure, yeah. from the song, yeah. Too late, you know, from the song. And I think everybody, there was this, just a small amount of people walking around with him because we kind of kept him at that point from the crowd until he got to see the show. We all kind of cast because that name, is is, is is so connected with him and that song. And I don't think if any anybody really knew who Virginia was. Uh, no, uh, I don't think so is. either, yeah. And early in his career, that was one of his smash songs. That was one of the most popular yeah. Billy Joel songs. Yeah. So, so the whole show is filled with like little things like that. Like, even if you're the biggest Billy fan, and we're getting Billy fans, uh, somebody came in from England just to see the show. I was there earlier today, and there was a couple from Staten Island who had seen Billy Joel like 85 times, and they were blown away by it. There are things that you've heard about that we've never had the privilege to see um, that have been locked up in storage, quite honestly, for decades. Yeah, and a lot and a lot of those items are the lives of the fans that have gone and seen Billy all these years. You know, the items that, like, I remember many of them from the many concerts. 
Well, you know, it's it's interesting you mentioned fans because besides Billy giving us this these wonderful items, as soon as the concert was, you know, the word of the concert was there, um, we got calls from fans who had things and uh, people that had like collected their whole life Billy Joel stuff. So when Billy walked through it, there were things that he had never even seen that fans kind of squirreled away and, and really important items, really, you know, things that from his Russia tour and things like that, that, you know, who knows how they even made their way here. <laughs> yeah. That's the magic. I think of setting something like this up with someone like Billy Joel. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and God bless the fans because you know, once again, some of the most interesting items came from them. We have a seat, a broken wooden chair that's signed by all the members and signed by all the crew. And it was from the Russian tour where they got so excited that the fans broke all the chairs into pieces. And somebody had the, had, had the idea or the foresight enough to take a piece of the chair and get everybody to sign it. Yeah, that's an amazing that's thing. Yeah, it really is. It's an um, amazing thing. So how does it end up here? Yep. And that was an important cultural thing in um, Russian history because American pop stars didn't get to play Russia. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, we're so lucky we have it. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. And it really walked in through the front door as a, would you guys be interested in this? And, of course, the answer was yes to that. Wow. So we have that on display. Hey, uh, Kev, can you hang on for another couple of minutes? We've got to do one more break, and uh, we'll hear a little more about this. I would love to. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Um, hey, everybody, you're listening to the great Kevin O'Callaghan talking about the museum on LI News Radio, History Island. I'm Dale Spencer, your host. Come on back after the break. we got a lot more great stuff for you. Welcome back to History Island on 103.9 FM, LI News Radio. I'm Dale Spencer, your host. So now as you're traveling around in the holiday season and you need to stop for a snack or some cold cuts or some beverages or some different things, take a stop when in this concert over at the Handy Pantry at 279 Smithtown Boulevard. They have great cold cut specials, beverages, fresh rolls every day. Uh, make one of the best egg sandwiches around for breakfast. Uh, New York tradition, the egg sandwich. Uh, go see Scotty and his crew down there, and they will take good care of you over at the Handy Pantry. Now, of course, when you need a ride, well, we all know where to go. Long Island Elite Limo. And they're at 768 Middle Country Road in St. James. You can reach them at 631-331-5466. See Charlie or Matt or Chris or Reggie, and they will set you up with a ride that you won't believe. Beautiful limos. We do tailgate parties over there. Um, airport trips, uh, all kinds of events, weddings, winery trips in the summertime. And um, yeah, it goes on and on with that company. 
And um, of course, if you want to take a New Year's Eve trip with a limo, wherever you're going, give them a call because there still are a couple of spots left for that. Any kind of limo you want from a stretch to a town car. So anyway, they're one of our favorite places and go check them out. So anyway, we're back talking with Kevin O'Callaghan about this amazing exhibit and amazing museum, the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame. So, Kevin, sorry we had to interrupt for commercials, but uh, on we go. Okay. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. I mean, uh, you know, once again, it's, it's, this is really, you know, it's called A Piano Man's Journey, and, and the exhibition is a journey. It starts from when he's a kid. It goes right through this great period of time where he was in a band called The Hassles. And that was his first taste of, um, let's call it stardom. It had a kind of a minor hit called You Keep Me Humming. And um, we, uh, we were fortunate enough to even have the original acetate um, from Front Street in Hempstead, from a studio on Front Street in Hempstead, um, which really is the first time that, uh, you know, Billy Joel was, is recorded on, on, on a, a piece of acetate, which would eventually become, uh, you know, uh, his first 45, which we have on display. We also have on display a, um, uh, the whole stage set up from the Hassles. We have a, a Hammond organ that Billy played. We have instruments. It's really, uh, you know, uh, the first time anybody, I'm sure, has done an exhibition um, or an area of an exhibition devoted to the, the hassles and uh, the, the early bands that Billy were, was in before he took his trip to California, where he kind of found himself. And that's when the whole Piano Man thing really started to um, happen. Yep, and I even saw a great little piece uh, about Attila, the band that he had. That was a whole nother realm of music that he played, and um, that okay, was pretty Attila, amazing, too. Attila was kind of a, a, a very short period of time between the hassles and when Billy went solo. Um, he doesn't like to talk about Attila too much because it really was uh, it went against everything you think of about when you think of Billy Joel. It was kind of more of a um, like a metalish type of a band, um, conceptual type thing. So uh, that, that was a, 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 a quick little little glitch there for a moment before um, Billy Joel that we know um, uh, began to happen, which was was uh, happened with an album called Cold Spring Harbor, and. Um, which, which had a hit on it, and it, it all went from there. Yep, it's a pretty amazing thing. I, I know I once talked to Alan, the owner of The Bottom Line, and he had Attila play there at one point, and um, not too many people know about that show. Pretty rare, pretty rare mm-hmm. to have seen Attila play anywhere, yeah. So anyway, um, so I want to encourage people to um, all go down to the exhibit. It, um, the museum is open. There's some holiday hours now. 
And um, it's a great exhibit. If you love Billy Joel and you love music and Long Island music, you're just absolutely going to love the museum. Of course, we featured it on the show before, and we're going to do a lot more about it. Um, I would hope that um, at some point in the near future, when we decide to do a show all about the museum, that we can get you back on, Kevin, and talk a little about your great career of all the world-class things you've done, too. Oh, I would I would love to do that anytime. Please, please, please do call. And the one thing I have to correct you on is that you don't have to be a Billy Joel fan to really come to see this exhibition. Um, because you know, if you're not one, you you'll you'll become one. <laughs> yes, you really, you'll you'll really become blown away by uh, the, the 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 work that this man has has produced over the years. I, I mean, you know, I dare to say, but uh, I say it often is that, as far as I'm concerned, he's he's created the the new American songbook. Um, with with songs like Piano Man and Teens from an Italian Restaurant, things like this. These are songs that just are, are embedded into our uh, minds, our hearts, and into the tapestry of uh, not only Long Island, but, but all of music. I mean, it's really an amazing, amazing journey. So please, please come and visit it. Well said, Kevin. I couldn't have said that better myself. I agree with you. So anyway, everybody come down, visit Kevin. I thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see you down at the exhibit. I know you're down there a lot and, um, just come on down everybody because it's an amazing place. Uh, and Kevin is right. You don't even have to really love Billy Joel to go there. It's all about Long Island music and entertainment. And it's an amazing place to visit. And, and maybe, and maybe next time we can start to talk about the next exhibition, which we're already planning ahead a year from now that um, I think I think everybody will be blown away by. Oh, good. Yeah, we look forward to that. So, yeah, come on soon and let's talk about that. Okay, thanks, Dale. Okay, have a happy new year. I'll see you over at the museum. Yeah, we'll see you there. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So, everybody, that's the... Great, Kevin O'Callaghan. This guy is amazing, amazing designer. Um, we're going to do a whole show on him because you won't believe the things that he's done, including um, uh, one of the most famous iconic things, the MTV Popcorn Award. And, of course, Kevin is the guy who designed and made that. But anyway, so as we go on, um, now we're just getting to the end of Christmas here, and we're going into the New Year holiday. So I hope everybody had a really good Christmas um, oh, you know, while we're at it, I want to play you one more Christmas song, a uh, piece of it, and it's by a Long Island artist, and it's also written by one of the great Long Island songwriters, and that's the great Brian Setzer Orchestra, and we're going to play a little piece of that song written by, of course, one of the most famous songwriters ever, and it's called White Christmas. <laughs>
So, of course, that is Brian Setzer, our own Long Island guy, uh, another guy who grew up here, the amazing leader of the Stray Cats, one of the great bands. And he's had done the thing with the Brian Setzer Orchestra for years, and they do Christmas shows and Christmas albums. So that song is, of course, the great classic, probably one of the most covered songs. White Christmas, his own take on it. And that song was, of course, written by Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin, we've talked about him on other shows. One of the greatest songwriters of the 20th century, if not the greatest, stands along the other side, Cole Porter and the other great uh, writers like that. And he wrote White Christmas in a time, a really dark time in 1942 when America was in World War II. And people really needed that kind of thing. And, of course, it became a giant, giant hit for Bing Crosby, really one of the classics of all his career. And um, so that's a great song by Brian Setzer. Now, of course, as we get closer to New Year's, we have a lot of events going on Long Island. Um, So I'll tell you a little bit about uh, Christmas history first. And, um, of course, Christmas goes all the way back. That kind of celebration has been through every society that there was. But uh, Christmas started in the 4th century. It actually was the harvest celebration. And uh, it was in Roman times. And it celebrated um, the birth of Jesus. And it eventually became associated with December 25th. And then in other countries, they had another festival where they started honoring St. Nick. Now, St. Nick went by many different names, um, but there was a St. Nick Day eventually. And uh, what happened is it took a long time, hundreds and hundreds of years. But um, St. Nick, eventually he was called Klosper in Germany and Belakas in Germany and Rocklas, and the name kept changing. And, of course, later, um, Father Christmas in England. And uh, many of you probably know that song by the Kinks, Father Christmas. And um, eventually what happened is um, the, the, the December 6th, St. Nick Day, and the December 25th, Jesus celebration, started morphing together. And it eventually became Christmas Day. And um, it was a Dutch tradition, Santa Claus. He was one of those people. Um, and he eventually became Santa Claus. And um, Christmas goes on to this day. And, of course, it now all is on December 25th. Unless you count like things like the 12 days of Christmas, because January 6th was the epiphany when, he was, when Jesus was baptized. And so if you listen to the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, that's actually what that song is about. And um, it's a pretty amazing thing not too many people know. And um, so that's Christmas for you. Now, meanwhile, anyway, now it's the holiday season, and we got a whole bunch of great events that are going on on Long Island. And they're going to go on until New Year's Eve. Um, Obviously, everybody knows to go in for New Year's Eve, if you want, to the Rock and Fall Center Christmas Tree in New York City. 
Although the truth is not too many New Yorkers do that one uh, because it's a pretty grueling thing to go to. And you've all heard the stories about people going and they wear diapers when they go because they have to spend eight hours standing in the in the crowd and not allowed to leave to go to the bathroom. But it's there every year. And that history goes all the way back to 1908 when the first uh, New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square happened. And that was at the New York Times Tower, which was the building that was there then. And um, the owner of the Times um, actually decided to create a little ball that would come down the flagpole. And when it reached the bottom of the flagpole, it had 100 lights on it. And the lights would light up on the roof announcing what year it was. And that has gone on and on and on ever since 1908. So it's a pretty amazing celebration. And um, I personally can't imagine standing out there all that time myself. But I think a lot of us watch it on TV and we have a really good time watching it on TV. And, um, of course, for many, many years, the great Dick Clark was the guy who hosted that show. And, um, you know, we, he, he uh, did a really good job. In fact, he spent the rest of his life doing that show. And um, now it's gone on to Ryan Seacrest and different people. But I think it's going to go on well beyond our life, honestly. So let's give you a few events that are going on. Okay. Uh, one event that I think is a really neat one is um, the Long Island Children's Museum. So they're having a winter break, uh, extended hours like most of the museums are having. And um, you can explore 14 interactive exhibits over there. Plus there's some live theater, some art spaces, um, a really neat thing, snowflakes sock skating. Now I haven't seen that myself, but it sounds like it's really a lot of fun. Um, so go check that out. Um, there's some still some holiday illuminations going on right up until New Year's Eve. Obviously, the Christmas tree in the city, but we're talking Long Island. So you can go to um, 239 East Main Street in Smithtown, and the Smithtown Historical Society is hosting a great light display that's going to be there. And that's going to have all kinds of stuff every night, vendors, food trucks, campfires. Um, December 31st, that'll be a big celebration. Now, the Girl Scouts of Suffolk County, of course, are doing their light show till December 30th, and that's in South Haven County Park in Yapank, and that's a really nice light show, and that benefits leadership programs and financial assistance for the girls to join Scouts of America and attend the programs in the summer, a really, really great event to do. Now, a lot of people don't hear about it, but of course, Jones Beach has their Christmas light show like they always do every year. That's going to go on till the 31st, and that's 5 to 11 every night. Riverhead has a great light show at Splish Splash this year. So Splish Splash is not just closed for the winter. They're going right up to New Year's Eve also with their show. So these are all great events to go to. Um, Nunley's Carousel, uh, which is at the Long Island Children's Museum, is having some bonus days where you can ride the old historic carousel. That's, of course, at 11 Davis Avenue in Garden City, New York. So there's some great, great events that you can go to, and you can go out and have a good time. Some people like to stay home on New Year's Eve. Some like to go out. If you're going to go out, be very careful because it's kind of a crazy night to get out there on the roads and Definitely don't go out drinking because the cops are out there everywhere trying to get you if you're drinking on New Year's Eve. So anyway, we want to uh, bring this show, of course, to the end of our year. We've had another great year. Um, I want to thank my staff here. Um, 
more than anybody, Mr. John Gifford, my producer. I couldn't really ever do this show without him. Thanks a lot, John. Say Happy New Year to everybody. And of course, my wife and membership director. I'm sorry about that. Uh, she's actually my research director. <laughs> and her name is Janet Rishpita. And she can't do the show without her either, the research she does. And it's Hope everyone has a happy and safe new year. It's a better year next year. We'll continue on. There you go. Straight from the horse's mouth, Janet. So anyway, it's been a really good year. It's been a tough year in the world and a tough year for a lot of people. But, um, you know, we've all, we got to keep carrying on because if you keep your positive outlook going, we can make this world a better place. We can make it a more peaceful place and a better place. And smile at your fellow man as you walk around um, because that's what we need. This world, I think John Lennon said it best. What this world needs is love. Love is the thing we need in this world. So anyway, everybody, uh, we're going to go out with a great Billy Joel end of the year song. But everybody, have a happy new year and a safe year. And we'll see you back here on LI News Radio, History Allen. And I'm Dale Spencer, your host. And thank you all for tuning in all year. A picture postcard, a folded stuff, a program of the play. Find a way the photographs of your holiday and your mementos. We'll turn to dust But that's the price you pay For every year to souvenir That slowly fades away slowly fades away Thank you. Happy New Year, Long Island. Don't take any shit from anybody. <laughs> <laughs>